two people were given death sentences here in Iran last week only because they had spoken against Islam. So we wish their bar rest in peace and get reincarnated soon. Hafez, the Persian Magi poet of the 14th century, says, در راه عشق از آن سوی فنا صد خطر است تا نگویی که چو جانم به سر آمد رستم It means in the way of love there are hundred dangers after death so you can say when Ka left my body I am free Please watch our program when and how Allah died for those friends who have just joined us, I quickly explained that Ba, who is for, from another dimension, is the real you inside your body. Ka is the difference between dead and living. When you give Ka to a dead or an object, it will become alive. More importantly, love or Hazrat Ish is her, the whore, our one and only God or Gog, who resides inside Magog who is his majesty demon, her father. Death means ka leaves head, which is your physical body. Since Magi believe in reincarnation, this event is not the end for you. Hundreds of lists follow that, and you might die after death. But this death is glory because you die in her way for love. Super Dimension I think a long-standing quarrel between theism and physics has recently finished. This is a major event that people don't know about it because it happened gradually, not suddenly. The problem was physics and science didn't believe in souls or the world of spirits, calling it supernatural, meaning they are not natural. But with developments of physics, more precisely when they found quantum physics, the bending nature of space-time according to the general relativity theory, which gave rise to the discovery of black holes and multidimensional parallel worlds and multiverse, they virtually expanded the scope of the nature so that it covered supernatural. But... I'm tr what I'm trying to say is imagine if a bar is only a tiny black hole residing inside our bodies. It does speak and think while our dead bodies do not. Poor René Descartes could only conclude, I think, then I exist. Physics cannot find out about the superdimensional being inside us. By superdimensional, I mean our physical world has three space dimensions and one time dimension, while even ten-dimensional worlds are possible, and we cannot comprehend them. Black holes and neutrons are only some examples of these kinds of superdimensional phenomena. Since science couldn't see other dimensions until 20th century, it denied its existence. Now they cannot call a super dimension a supernatural unless they think that natural means only a 3D word. Now the discussion is reduced to should we consider 4D, 7D and 11D as non-natural? Or if they are part of nature, then they cannot be rejected or denied as supernatural. They are natural, but the boundaries of knowledge should try to penetrate in them. Physics faculties have been stagnant for too long. We want them to find out whether our souls are black holes. The last news that modern cosmology shared is they don't know anything. 
Over 90% of the universe is comprised of dark matter, nebulas, black holes, and multidimensional distortions that present knowledge knows nothing about them. Almost everything the physics of fundamental particles is now studying is superdimensional. They started with neutrinos and Schrodinger theorem to find out the dimensions that we see are either a delusion or, in the best case, are only one of the multiplicity of forms that the reality can take. Therefore, now magic and physics are done with denial. They know that this ultra-reality exists, but each is trying from its own side to find out more, like two kinds of mine workers digging from different mines into a single massive rock. Someday, their hammers may reach one another. We just need to know what the nature of this hyperdimension is. We are not talking about a pulsar thousands of light years away from us. When we say soul is a black hole, it means not only superdimension is part of our daily life now, but it has always been part of our life. To put it more clearly, it has always been the better part of our life. The part that has meaning is our spiritual world. Messiah Priests and Islamic mullahs are 100% happy with my introduction because as soon as you prove that a spiritual world exists, for them it must mean that God exists. And of course, we should believe that they are the ones appointed by God while they know nothing about her. That's why they always firmly insist on proving that soul exists because they are the managers and operators of this field but they are the imposters of this field. They are the ones who have exploited the natural drive of mankind for thousands of years and have blocked any honest effort in this important pathway by killing the Magi. In our cave and mine example, the priests of Islam and Christianity are those who have monopolized the mine for themselves and in the meantime are pouring thick concrete inside it to prevent everybody from finding a way through, because this is a field that only belongs to them and brings them wealth, respect, and of course a lot of power. The weak plant of religion is infested by pests. The priests who are eating it to the root, if we can stop them, then this plant will rejuvenate and give blossoms and fruits again. Messiah is a concept mixed with Jesus to a degree that some think it's just another name for Jesus Christ. But Messiah, according to the eschatology of different religions, is the saver who will save humanity after it is fucked up for too long. And you bet our civilization has been so for too long because people keep running from politicians to priests, then find out the latter is even worse. No shelter is left, and Messiah is supposed to be the final shelter and rescuer, no matter what religion you are in. This is called messianic belief, and most religions share it. Please watch our program, Jesus Christ Was a Pagan. People at that time were waiting for a Messiah to arrive. The Magi believed that this baby Jesus is the Messiah who comes according to the reincarnation of all, which has just happened in Bethlehem.
Pharisees at that time didn't believe in him and they were the same guys who had him crucified. They even said in Bible that he came back only three days later and then disappeared. So according to the Pharisee, his resurrection too has happened and we shouldn't wait for him to come back. On the contrary, we believe that the death of Jesus was not an end for him. Of course, he was supposed to come back. Technically speaking, his yah should form after his death and this yah should come back. In the meantime, people saw his apparition, meaning not only his ka and ba had found each other and become reunited, but also saw, which resembles his physical body, has joined them. But after that, he went to occultation, which means he went to a dimension that is out of our scrutiny and physical senses. But he is living in that other dimension and will come back in the form of a new reincarnation of all. From the second or third century onwards, the whole Judaism became Pharisee because the head of Goliath was formed in Babylonia, which was part of Sassanid Empire at that time. They called themselves Rabbinic Judaism and insisted that Jesus was not Messiah and Messiah was yet to come. I both agree and disagree with their postulation. I agree because according to the common eschatology of religions, Messiah will come in the end time and he will participate in Armageddon, will beat his opponent, the one-eyed Antichrist, and will save mankind. If you tell a Christian priest that Jesus did none of the above, he will sigh and say, Are you blind, my child? Don't you see that Jesus has set you free? But this is not more than playing with words. The priests are free from work and they eat a lot. That's why they strongly believe that Jesus has set them free. But mankind is lost and is enchained in slavery even much more than before his time. Because at that time, tax coverage was not as much as today. Ownership had not divided the whole globe between landlords. And you could probably speak about your creed without being executed. Therefore, Judaism is right in the sense that Jesus did none of the things that Messiah should do to match what is predicted in eschatology, and in the other hand, that was supposed to be the end of time, but now over 2,000 years has passed, and still the end of time is not handy. We as Magi don't accept the Christian priests and don't agree with rabbinic Judaism. Then what is our argument and where do we stand? Well, Pharisees are the lords of distortion and priests are lost. The true Magi eschatology, when it speaks about the end of time, doesn't mean the sky will fall and the earth will fall apart. The end of time is the end of every period or every cycle. The world is cyclic like a sinus curve. The end of time is only one part of this reoccurring curve, which means major reform should be done and Messiah should do the reform. After one Messiah comes, then the religion will be rectified, corrected for a period, and the curve will go up. But no one can say that priests and politicians will not appear and corruption will leave mankind forever. Poverty people will always be, they will do their best to distort the religion. 
then they will block the way to prevent any other messiah to appear. They will kill him and will keep him in the underworld, just as they did with Osiris and Baal. Just as Magi have not spoken for thousands of years and they are speaking now. Obstacles by priests. The best way to prevent a new messiah from emerging is to put very heavy, illogical and unachievable obstacles in his way. The Judean rabbi has subjected the messiah to the condition that Judea and Israel should be finally united before he comes back. This is besides many other conditions to be met. Man, even you couldn't find out where is Judea. That's why you named Israel by mistake. Why should the word remain uncorrected until you understand the difference between Judea and Palestine? In Islamic messianic argument, Mahdi is the Messiah, but the conditions mullahs and imams are putting is he should appear from Mecca, then he should give out a cry that the whole world will hear, confirming that he is the one. He should be riding the horse of Hussein, Zuljana, meaning the winged one. And he should be wielding the sword of Ali, Zulfagar, meaning the double-tipped one. Before his emergence, a bad man with a great army should appear in Syria called Sufyani. Then another from Yemen should come up called Yemani. The Gog and Magog, Yajuj and Majuj, should appear and so on. Come on, even Hazrat Muhammad himself showed absolutely no miracles. Why then Mahdi should show so many miracles before you accept that he is the one? and stop beheading him. If you ask a Muslim mullah, did Hazrat Muhammad have a miracle? They will say, yes, of course, the Quran itself is his miracle because he was illiterate and he brought such a great book. But Muhammad was not illiterate. They introduced His Holiness Muhammad as illiterate only to prove that Quran was a miracle. This rising obstacles before Messiah is exactly what usurpers do. The harder the obstacle, the more secure is their place. When Moses went to Pharaoh, the reason mullahs were against him was that there were so many conditions from, for Messiah to be fulfilled. And of course, Moses didn't have any. Therefore, they called Moses a false Messiah. Quran in many verses speaks about Pharaoh and his mullahs. إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنَ وَمَلَيْهِ فَاسْتَكْبَرُوا وَكَانُوا قَوْمًا عَالِينَ To Pharaoh and his mullahs because they wanted to be elders and they were a group seeking superiority. إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنَ وَمَلَيْهِ فَاتَّبَعُوا أَمْرَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَمَا أَمْرُ فِرْعَوْنَ بِرَشِيدٍ To Pharaoh and his mullahs but they followed the command of Pharaoh and Pharaoh's command was not well guided. But Quran translators who are mullahs themselves wrongly translate the word mala, which is plural of mullah, as nobility. So the meaning becomes pharaoh and his nobility, and cunning mullahs are safely removed from the story by their colleagues. Fir'aun wa malayhi, which means pharaoh and his priests, opposed Moses at every step. 
these mullahs have been the main problem, the messiah killers. Even in the case of Abraham, the mullahs went to Nimrud and called Abraham a false messiah because the heavy conditions they were putting for messiah was not met. Muhammad himself was rejected by Quraysh as Mutanabbi, meaning an imposter who claims to be a prophet. Therefore, the reason that messiah cannot come is the mullahs and priests. These are the concrete layer of fields made up of stagnant, wrong understanding added with power tears and respect they are getting from loyal adherents through the distorted version of religion which is corrupted by corrupt priests in the same place. For a messiah to appear, there is only one condition, but it is really hard to break the crusty layer of priests that want him dead. Psychologically, what mullahs and traditional religious classes are doing can be interpreted as a protection from their faith. But this overprotection prevents any change and reform in the trees of life that we call religion, especially in such time that it has not been trimmed for many centuries. The more untrimmed it remains, the traditional supporters run more astray and even more stubborn. They are scared. They don't afford the risk of losing their rotten boat in the hope of finding a trustable one, and they are used to kicking back anyone who speaks about anything that they are binding their heart with. We ask them to overcome their fears and let us go ahead with our emergence. We are using the word emergence as an antonym for occultation. Occultation is a term coined for the time that His Majesty Demon remains in the underworld because the overworld is apparently too unsafe and the society is too greedy so that any emergence will result in immediate death. Even though Demon is immortal, but he is a dying god, which means you can easily kill him. After he was killed, the world should wait another few centuries for the next reincarnation. This is how mullahs have kept the world void of Messiah. They kill him under the name of false messiah or simply with the crime of sacrilegious ideas. When priests have distorted the religion, anybody who wants to correct it apparently will be accused of sacrilegious conduct. The wrong religion should be sacked, which includes all present-day monotheistic religions. This is just like weeding and uprooting the weed which is unable to guide mankind. If you guys are 100% correct, then what is your purported messiah supposed to do? Therefore, we believe that Jesus was a messiah, but priests and mullahs killed him just like they killed every other messiah, because the messiah is his majesty demon coming back time and time again. It is a reincarnating phenomena. The conditions religions are putting for the end of time is are things to make sure all reincarnations of demon will be killed. It means priests will have power until when the sky comes down and Earth breaks apart, but demon will uproot them soon, hopefully. Right now, Christians and Jews are waiting for Messiah to come back, of course, at the end of time. Muslims too are waiting, but their messianic figure is called Mahdi. 
Sunni believes Mahdi is not necessarily a descendant of Muhammad, but Shia believes Mahdi is exactly the twelfth son and successor of Muhammad from his lineage. The successors of Muhammad in Shia are called Imam or Imam. So Mahdi is the twelfth Imam who is occulted in 874 by going to the underground in a mausoleum in Samarra, Iraq. But of course, both Shia and Sunni are putting such conditions for his arrival that even all Olympian gods, if they join forces with titans together, cannot fulfill it. Therefore, priests for now can safely rule and behead anybody who speaks against them, whether they are messiahs or not. From the Magi's point of view, demon dies in the underworld, but his daughter God cannot die. She is held as a prisoner in the underworld by death, who is the god of priests and politicians. In such a condition, the girl gives birth to a sun devil who is moon. This moon in the beginning is a tiny crescent, but finally grows bigger than every other deity. This mega devil or Magi devil has many names, but two of them are very famous Messiah or Masiyah because Mas is Persian Mah or Moon. Since male names are XY model, then the sacred name of Mother Ah should be added in the end, making it Messiah. The second name is Mahdi, which means Mah, meaning moon, in the meantime Maha or Mega, meaning great, with the addition of D, meaning devil. Therefore, Mahdi is not a name. It is an adjective, meaning the mega devil or moon devil. Messiah is the name and Mahdi is the epithet of the same demon. Therefore, they are one and the same and we can call him Messiah Mahdi or Hazrat Masih Mahdi sallallahu alayhi. The Islamic eschatology says Messiah appears at the same time as Mahdi. Only the Messiah emerges at the top of a minaret at the great Omavi Mosque of Damascus. Then he joins Mahdi, who was already emerged in Mecca. Then they will join forces to defeat the one-eyed Dajjal or Antichrist. But as I just explained, Mahdi and Messiah are one and the same, and they are his majesty demon devil. There is one more complication to be discussed. Demon is a deity. For him to emerge as Messiah, he should appear in human form. A conversion that happens cyclically every few centuries in the form of reincarnation of all. This human form, which is possessed by his majesty demon, in Magi tradition is called Zoroaster, in Persian Zartosht. Zor is his majesty, and Aster is the star or Ishtar. Therefore, Zoroaster is the same Messiah Mahdi who reincarnates and does not wait for the end of time. In Zoroastrianism, the first thing they did was to remove the reincarnating feature from him so that this figure was fixed in history as only one person without cycle or reincarnation. Therefore, in fact, Zoroastrianism was a priest attempt to devised by them to stop Zoroaster from reincarnating, not to help him. That's why Zoroaster of Magi is a cyclical figure 
a lot different from present-day Zoroastrians. Before this fixing of Zoroastrian time happened, Magi were rightly called Zoroastrians. They are fire worshippers and believe in ever reincarnating Zoroaster. But after this figure was fixed and died, Zoroastrian as a name was abducted by priests while they are his killer. History has a lot of irony. Therefore, even though Zoroaster is Messiah Mahdi, the personification of demon, we are simply waiting for our cyclical Zoroaster who comes whenever the religion is deeply corrupted, which means exactly now. Thank you for watching. Please note the best way to support us is to spread our word and introduce us to your friends in all social networks like Facebook and Twitter.